0: What's going on boys we're, 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 we're recording now <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on boys so this this is our uh this is our new podcast where uh we're gonna be uh, starting we've had some like trial runs me vin and some of the other guys basically shooting this shit and uh, if somebody gives a shit to listen, they can listen in. And if they don't like it, well, then screw off and don't listen. right? Um, but I mean, this is a it's a unique time for Punjabi six farmers. So we're just starting the podcast and it's going to start off with uh, uh, obviously an issue that is uh, relevant today to what's happening in the world today, specifically in Punjab. And so we've got Vinny with me, as usual, and uh, Harman Kondola. Harman Singh Kondola is another buddy. Um, But uh, he's also the VP of Alberta, the World Sikh Organization of Canada. So he brings a lot of knowledge uh, in this space. He's also a lawyer and partner at Shoripatia. And uh, he's also actually, uh, he's also ran for politics for... uh, the what was it the what was it called then the the progressive conservative party of Alberta? Unfortunately, he got uh, swept by the uh, orange wave. So, welcome, Harmon. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you on here.
1: I'm very excited, you guys. I'm very excited to be here. Very excited to have this conversation. Um, you know, credit to you guys for having a conversation that you know a lot of people are having and and you know trying to get into past a lot of misinformation that exists out there and, and go into. A deeper understanding of what these bills actually look like and what is it that these Cassandra people for. for sure. I mean,
0: I guess just before like we've uh, today we were at the uh, rally in Edmonton. So there's been rallies going around all cities across the world, North America. We had uh, a bunch in Edmonton, uh, one yesterday, and we had another one today that went on the hen day. So which was uh, pretty good to see the community out and about. Um, I would have been there, but uh, he's uh, a little down down with the vid right now. The COVID, um, <laughs> he was there in spirit, but uh, I guess just to start off, Harman, maybe just like, uh, give us a, if you can give us a background on, you know, what's happening right now. Like, what is the issue? Why are these protests happening? Uh, you know, where does it all stem from, I guess, to just to give a background on what's going on.
1: Yeah. So interrupt me wherever you guys want. Um, and you, you want to have a kind of conversation or back and forth. But I want to talk about you know quickly just the rallies, like the energy, the excitement around these solidarity rallies. You know, I I'm, I don't think we've ever seen um, this level of enthusiasm in the diaspora for actually supporting um, what's happening back in Punjab. And and what is that? You know, th- there's this pent up, um, you know, kind of frustration and anger with the Lee with our relationship as uh, a bantin as a um, with. You know the government of India and the state of India, and we've seen that start to come to the fore over the past several years. And now you see kind of the outpouring of that. And, and it really was when when the state started using violence against what were peaceful protesters that this whole thing kicked off. But when we talk about agriculture and we talk about you know kind of what that industry looks like, go back before these reforms. It's not like agriculture is in a good place in India. Um, you know, prior to these.
0: So. Har- Harmon, just to interrupt, I, I just like, before we go into like the details, just tell us like straight up, like what is happening right now? What is, what is, why are these, pro- like, what is the issue, I guess, in the simplest of terms that you can tell us what is happening right now? And then I guess we can kind of talk about like the nuances and everything, the whole history.
1: Yeah, absolutely. so right now, you know, you've got farmers uh, predominantly where it starts in Punjab. So, you know, kind of late uh, in summer, the multi-government decides to introduce very drastic agricultural reform. And number one, you know, one of the big things that the farmers were really disturbed by is the way in which these bills were brought forward They brought forward through a mechanism that exists that's called an ordinance. Ordinances are essentially a relic of a colonialist past where the British would just want to pass whatever they want. This is now the rule of law. All of you follow it. If you live in a parliamentary democracy, it's really hard to understand how you can just do this. How do you change all of the rules within an industry, you know, just by decree of government? It just doesn't happen. And so Moby brings forward these ordinances on three different different issues in terms of liberalizing and bringing in market reform. Now, that's not a surprise. Indian government has continued its path to increasing authoritarianism, increasing fascism, the degradation of democratic. Um, process, you know, ordinance is supposed to be used in an emergency, not just because you feel like not listening to people. In Canada, we have, to have a process. You consult. You you know you get input. You work through a bill and see what how this will make best sense. Multi just says like, no, you know what? I'm just going to do whatever I want because I'm you know essentially um, the dictator of this in this country. Despite me bungling uh, COVID, just you know absolutely screwing up all of COVID, my popularity higher than it's ever been so so those
0: ordinances what what are they uh like obviously those ordinances that he's introduced have really you know they're clearly like they've got the what the it's the largest organized protest in human history that's going on right now so this is like a historical moment so what are these ordinances that cause people to do this basically leave home leave everything and say you know we're willing to die uh, until we get what you know what we want here like what 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 are those ordinances
1: so the three ordinances so there's three different ones and I'm not going to get into each and every single bill and what difference it has there's a lot of nuance and a lot of detail yeah just
0: get just give like the like the main I guess points and then people where anyone they can research and find the details just give us like kind of the main points that people understand as, as you know in simple terms what's going on
1: yeah simple terms um they're going to allow corporatization in agriculture so you know what that means is now you're gonna allow for contract farming with farmers directly um, and what farmers are worried about is well you know how do I um, if I'm now just gonna be a laborer or an employee of a corporation that's not good for me if they now monopolize power and economic concentration of power um, as as a farmer a small farmer because remember the majority of farmers in India, are farming, you know, small to marginal pieces of land, 5 it, to 10 acres. It's
0: like, what, 80, so, 80% right? of Punjab is small to medium. Yeah. yeah, small farmers. So it affects Punjab so like
1: all of Punjab. Yeah, it's, it's 5 to 10 acres, yeah. right? It's 5 to 10 acres. That's what you have. Um, and now you're allowed big corporations to come in you know, we already had that in the input side. You already had that with Monsanto's and fertilizer companies and seed companies and all that. Now it's going to be on you know the other side of the, the coin where it's the purchasing power. And so farmers can be stuck, you know, having these corporations who come in. And we'll get into this later on, which is like, this has happened in India in the state of Pahar. Go to Pahar and go ask these people how it's worked out for them. It's been terrible. It's literally destroyed their industry. So Punjabis are like, we're not going to let this happen. You know. No, and one of the other really interesting things part of the ordinance is, well, okay, so you let corporate, uh, you know, like the corporate bodies of Linder- the Moldy walk in into the agricultural industry. But not only that, you yeah, now um, get... Ambani's? Um, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you hear it all the time in the community, right? Ambani, Andani, isn't there, right?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's, well, okay, so if you have a dispute with Ambani and Andani, what are you going to do? Well, you don't go to court now. It now it's gonna be done um, it, it, it's now like you you don't have that option you have to go to basically a local uh, tribunal that's gonna be set up and we all know what you know the justice system in India looks like and how degraded it is yeah. so now you have no nowhere to go so these these farmers are like we're, we're gonna be stuck we're gonna to have to sell our we' lose our land we're gonna lose our livelihoods and there's nowhere else for us to go. There's no other industry. There's a historic wrong that was perpetuated on Punjab, where they didn't allow industrial development to happen. I don't have minimum wage. I don't have insurance, unemployment insurance. I don't have um, health benefits. Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? And so that frustration, you know, that complete lack of consultation. Farmers are eru- farmers want reform, but you need to consult so, them.
0: So they I, like you know punjab's got a history with the central government delhi on like multiple facets which we can talk about later but like so there's is already it's starting from a level of mistrust right everything prior to and now they've they've done this they're introducing these ordinances essentially corporatizing the farming sector uh i think they're getting rid of the MSP, the, what is it called?
1: The, uh, no, you know, support uh, is not supposed to be eliminated. Right. Huh. The challenge being the corporates don't need to actually uh, adhere to MSP. Right. So a corporation actually right. less than an MSP. And so, so be- right,
0: right now, right now, what, what up job farmer, is he getting the MSP?
1: So the right now MSP is only on two different crops, uh, rice and wheat. Okay. Now, the, through the Mundi system, not all the rice and wheat gets purchased across the country. In Punjab, we actually are able to sell more of our rice and wheat to the Mondays, through the Monday system to the government at the MSP. But even then, there's still like 12%, 15% that you can't sell anywhere, right? It just, you don't, you're not able to do that. Now, with the, somebody explained this really easily, which is fine. You let the corporates come into rice and wheat procurement and purchasing. Okay. Today, they build their own Monday system, right? So now I'll go sell to them for a few years, and what will happen? Mondays will start to decay. Mondays will erode. That whole network of purchaser and, and you know trader and the level as it goes up will now, now uh, be eliminated. So once the private uh, players are able to actually now store, and now because they can store, they can control pricing, right? Now, like, they can buy your... They,
0: they, they, they couldn't store before, right? Yeah, so allows
1: the has changed storage as well, right? And the worry is that, like, these private players will be able to store um, agricultural produce. And, like, you know...
0: If well, ambonis they could sit on that shit for years and years. Like and a they, lot of the farmers can't afford it right? right, If you're
1: a farmer, if you're a small farmer, and you're farming five acres of land, right? The, the price on, like, an adlu changes day by day. Okay. He can't time his money. He's got five acres of land. He's going to feed his family with one acre of it. He's growing his, you know, his, and his like sub for his car. The rest of it, he's trying to grow for a cash crop. The problem being, where is he going to put this on? If once it's done, Do he yeah. he, he,
0: he, and he needs to get paid out like ASAP,
1: right? He's got to, he's got to live. Right. He's got to survive. And he's got debt and he's paid for the pesticide. And he paid for the actual um, front end inputs. And he, because you don't have rural credit, because you don't have access because of economic reforms in the 90s, you can't actually get good terms on credit. You go to private lenders that are way higher. So now you're, you're leveraging yourself. So now you're using, you know, you're like, I need a higher yield. I need to be able to get more out of my land. Well, in order to get more out of your land, you're using way more pesticides. Now, when you're using more, way more pesticides, now you're leading to the environmental degradation of your own lands. And if you have one bad season, you're done.
0: So th- this seems like it's like a culmination of just year after year of the central government, essentially, in my opinion, attacking Punjab in one way, shape or form, whether it's, you know, culturally, or in this case, economically, as we're, you know, Punjab is an agricultural state. So like you said, you know, like the water issues, like it's already, it's not profitable to farm as it is. It's already so difficult because the inputs are expensive when they, those were actually supposed to come down, but they went up. so it's it's been more difficult to make money and so it's just like one thing after the other and now it's like these guys are like this is like the last straw and so they you know we're because there you literally got like 80 90 year old you know babbe bibian. literally got people i've seen people with no arms you know one leg like they're like we, we will die cuz to them it feels like now you've come you've come for everything and we put up with it and it's like now you're you're taking our land from us you're taking our land from and to me it, it's again the, a uh, same thing there it's in a form of annexation of the land right and now people are just like I, I this is just like my so but you can you can whatever correct me or whatever but that's what yeah. I take from it and now people are like okay we're gonna fight this and it's a farmer issue obviously at the base of it but I, it's so much more it,
1: it is, like that's what I'm calling different about. elements but let's go to the individual level right there was this, yeah. you know there was this video where an it, you know a media person goes up to uh, Abu Bajor- and asks him don't you miss your family and he says absolutely i miss them but if i wasn't if i didn't show up here they would they would curse me you know the rest uh, of their lives that it, you know uh, <laughs> but on the other side he said if we do something and achieve something they'll forever remember us but it goes back to a concept that exists within you know the, like within our people when it comes to your land right all of us many of us who live in the diaspora live here because of the privilege afforded to us by our forefathers who tilled that land, who used that agriculture. You know, those are our brothers. Those are our sisters. Those are our aunts. Those are our uncles. Some of us still have our relatives back home, right? Who are, who use Ketibari, who use agriculture to survive, right? It's within us. It's part of our blood. Ever since Bandal Singh bahadur returned land to the workers and to us as people, right? We have made um, the, the role we, the place we have in this world based off agriculture. But it's, it's the concept which exists, which is for any individual uh, Kassan, the land that they own, you know, and we'll get into, you know, the relationship between workers, Kassans and all that, but the land you own is not yours to keep. It is just your inheritance from your forefathers that you are holding as a caretaker for your next generation, right? And that... You think about that. Yeah. The land is not yours when you're a farmer. You're a caretaker of that land. You are. It is yours to to maintain, to ensure that the next generation is able to live and survive off of that piece of land, right? And so, for these for Kassans today, they see the future of their childrens being taken away from them, just like it was taken away from us, you know, after independence when you know the Congress and and, Ga- and Nehru went back. The promises of, of what they said to Master Tarasing. It's you know it's the future we saw stolen from us in the 80s, in the 90s, right? It's that same concept of stealing from our our future generations by governments that we have no um, you know say over or or influence influencing. And so it's that frustration. It is that that we're pushing up against. So you you've hit it, Joe. Like that is the feeling. It is a built up that you are trying to steal. The future of my children and i will fight for that because that is who we are yeah. and this movement starts with punjabis right absolutely punjab kasans punjab yeah. kasani unions and ultimately it is sick history that they invoke the reason why the Indian state is so worried 100%. is because of that sick history because of baba bagel singh because of what you know happens to the kalis and the Gadar party and everything ever since then and the jaru sings and the tsangarshi and the taram morcha right you know that is why they're afraid that is the only reason why we're having this conversation today but it gave these kasans the power to go do what they're doing cuz cuz the, these issues affect
0: people in other states like right like uh, i think it's uh, uh haryana, haryana bihar UP, up maharashtra, maharashtra. Yeah. yeah so before i mean you didn't have that mass protest it was literally you know first the punjabis were like yo this is this is too much We're going to go. And then obviously on their way, they were met with like, you know, it's a peaceful protest and they're met with water cannons. They're met with violence. They're met with, I think they dug up the roads, but the Punjabis were like, doesn't matter. We'll go like, you know, we'll go, we'll dig a tunnel if we need to, we'll we'll get to where we're going. Right. And then the other states see this and it's like, wow, you know, they, they see how strong they are. And they're like, you know, we, we can now join. It gives them strength. Right. And that's, why? Why? Punjab makes up less than or Punjab six or whatever makes up less than two percent of India's population. Yeah, who do you see on the TVs there? Right? The Punjabis. And and even when it came to independence uh from the British, what Harman we were discussing this earlier. It was like, I actually got the numbers. I printed them out because I was like, yo, I want to be sure. So uh percentage of people that were hanged. This is the contribution of six uh during India's independence. Okay. 71% of 121 hanging, 71% were six, uh, life imprisonment to the Andaman and Nicobar islands, uh, 81%. So out of 2,600, roughly 2,100 were six. Okay. Jallianwala Bog Massacre, 61% six died. Okay. Killed in the, uh, Akali movement, 1920, hundred percent six killed in, uh, the KUKA movement, 100% six. Even in Kolkata, they had uh, the budge budge gut firing or something it was called, 59% six. Like, that is mind-blowing. I don't think people, like, realize this. We make up less than 2% of the population. Yet this, like, and now you're being attacked. Like, you 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 got the British out, essentially. You were the driving force. Like, you know, it, and and so I I just, like, I'm born in Canada but it gets me going because it's like you know. At the end of the day, I, I still feel like like that mitti is like my mitti, right? Like anyone says Punjab is mine. I'm like fuck. Doesn't matter. You're born there. It's ours. Like that's where our gurus were. That's where you've got uh, you know, like you said, Banda Singh Bahadur. You know, Maharaj Ranjit Singh, um, the Gadhar movement, Bhagat Singh. Like, there's so much strength, and you're seeing that now come out. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Elaborate on that. You know, right? look,
1: we just celebrate Gurpa, right? So. You know, we reflect on the legacy of Guru Nanak Ji and what the the legacy really is, is Guru Nanak Ji wasn't trying to make, you know, um, a, a, a path of life that, um, hey, just be a good person. And, you know, everything is right. He was a revolutionary. It was a social revolution and a political revolution that aimed to return power to the weak and the oppressed and the landless and the workers, you know. That is what he wanted. You literally dis, you know, dispossessing people who had privilege and money and power, and giving it to the weak and, and the poor. You know, that is what the guru, that's what his legacy is supposed to be. So, you know, when we reflect on that, what does that look like? In, you know, in this modern context. But I'll, I'll go to the point of you know, Joseph, what you're saying. When we live in the diaspora, like, let's not forget the Gother movement started in North America, right? It is a movement, you know, back in India, uh, you know, under the British, we we use this as a platform for us to be able to now be away from state violence. Um, can I pause
2: you there for a second? For those of us that don't know what the Gother movement is, can you explain it in like a sentence or two?
1: Yeah, really easy. Like, you know, the Gother movement was probably one of the most, um, you know, effective, uh, you know, revolutionary, anti-imperialist, anti-colonialist movements. And it was founded by six um, and other um, Indians. The majority of were six. Again, the numbers are something like 65% or 70%. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah. uh, Indians who were, who were here in North America organizing across, you know, the Pacific um, Northwest, you know, a- across. And I think the first meeting was like Portland uh, of all places. Yeah. You know? um, That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, when we talk about what it is, you know, for us, just because we've, you know, left or don't live within, um, you know, our traditional homeland, it's irrelevant. It's absolutely irrelevant. You know, all, the spirit of our gurus lives within us. You know, our, our Sikhi is, it does not have boundaries. It does not have divisions. It does not have artificial nation state lines. Right. And I think. People need, to, you know, and this is one of the things that the Indian government really struggles with. This is why these protests. And when I started at the top and said, "I, you know, I love, I love seeing what's happened across North America and, and and England," because nothing bothers the Indian government more than hmm. they and up across the world. It's why they want to demonize you. It's why they want to attack you. It's why they're attacking Justin Trudeau for standing up for six. They cannot handle. Criticisms and the only people willing to do it on a regular basis since day one are have been sex, so that's why they want to do yeah. anything, that's why they want to attack anybody. Um, who who stands up and, and criticizes, they're blatant, blatant, exactly. So, what, what human
0: that, rights? So, that like right now, I guess Vinny, I, I think this was one thing you brought up was like, so people are saying, Oh, you know, this is a farm issue, why are um. Why are you guys bringing religion into this? Why is it, why are you making it a sick issue? You know, right Vinny?
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I read a lot of comments where people are asking, asking why do you, a lot of people need to bring Sikhi into the protest, it, right? So I, I love is it not
0: mean, a, is, is it not a far, is it not a, just a simple farm issue? Like what does Sikhi have to essentially do with this farm issue? Like, and, and then and yet you see the Indian media. Calling the protesters Khalistanis and you know anti nationals and you know that they, they they're making it a sick issue. I think more than <laughs> the sex are, but anyways, like what what do you say to people? Like what is that all about? Why why do people say that? Punjabi
1: issues are sick issues, um, you know when we listen to people on the ground in you know in Delhi in Punjab, always what are they appealing to? They talk about Baba Begale Singh, you know, and Baba Begale Singh. For people who don't know Sikh history, uh, they captured the throne in Delhi. You know, the 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 Khalsa's Chanda, you know, was um, raised above above Lalkila. You know, right now when you hear the Bajorg, what inspires that what inspires that confidence when they're marching on Delhi? It's the history of Sikhs marching on Delhi. It's a history they walk with, you know. They're walking with their Guru behind them, giving them that, um, you know, that shabash, that top word on the back saying, go forward. You know, you're- Jardi that's it. Right? Jardi vibes. You know, and, and that's that's what people don't understand. You know, and, and you hear it during the movement of the 80s and 90s, which is, remember, right? Your Guru is with you wherever you go. So for a Punjabi, your Guru is with you. For a, for a second, Guru is with you always. They, you see these, you know, uh, matas in in these are in the streets. It's it's nuts. It, you know, it's nuts. One of these, one of these, um, you know, matas. They asked, you know, what are you doing out here? She didn't have any children, but she said, "These are all my my pots. These are my sabjade, right? You you know, like that. Like it, you have a tear. Crazy. You, you know, we are and you hear them. We are Guru Gobind Singh Ji's uh, children. He sacrificed his children for us." We will not forget that. We will take that forward, right? It's, like I said earlier, it's that history that makes them afraid of it. It, it gives you
0: chills, doesn't it? Like, it's 100%. like, it, and somebody was like, you know, all all the all the mama that are their all the sister, they're all my bugos right? Like, it, it it's like this, this level of strength they have. And like, we're sitting here in our nice, you know, I got very comfortable circumstances. But like, you see that and you're just like, it gets you like like what what is my daily struggle man tomorrow i have a bad day at work it's like fuck look at these guys look at these women like they they're doing crazy shit so like for us to tackle things here it's nothing just to see like you get strength from your history and that's getting strength from your history and you're seeing history in the making right now so you get you just it 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 it's crazy yeah cra-
1: this this gets added to the
2: list of history that punjabis have been through
1: well, it's a, I mean, you see these people. Why, you know, co- coming back to something we were talking about off-air, which is donations to these. Th- you know what the farmers are saying on the ground? We're not a victim. I'm not anybody's victim, right? I'm here demanding my rights. You know, I don't need your charity. And, and if you want to stand in solidarity with me, absolutely. We welcome you to stand shoulder to shoulder. But I don't need somebody to take pity on me. Because I'm and, and if you want to fight with us, fight with us, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: right yeah. at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> eat. <Yeah. laughs> you, you see, see
2: pictures,
1: off, right?
2: You know, and you see yeah. videos of Sings giving, uh, Bonnie and Orpdi to the policemen it's who were crazy. pouring water at them.
1: But let's not focus on that because, you know, sometimes we, we want to think and say, Oh, look how nice we are. Right. Yeah. No, like, don't worry. Like we're, we're always been, you know, like a column that, that takes care of those things. Right. Let, you know, and, and I think for us, when we look at this now, what terrified people in India, like I was talking to some political organizers, I like, know down there, like, said, you know, the one thing that was bothering me that they kept talking about in Delhi, they were saying was, you know, Guruki Ki the Nahang Sings were coming. <laughs> <They> were <terrified laughs> those guys are
0: next level, man. They, they they don't give two shits about anything, man. Like, they're just like, yo. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, this is something you have to talk about. It's like Nahang Sings who have maintained the traditions, like, you know, as this roving army. Remember, they are considered the Panjava Takht, right? When we make, I think it's Dhamdami Saab, like the fifth Takht yeah. like the 60s or 70s strip the Nahang Sings of, of their label. Like they're supposed to be the, the fifth Takht of Sikh power, but they're supposed to be the roving Takht. Think about that in your mind, right? So when they show up, that is your Guru's Takht. That is your Guru's throne that has now joined you in your, in your fight in the league. And the articles that are coming out of this, which is, you know, the sick and the Nahangasing Fojja, Guruki Fodja, security perimeter around these protesters. And if somebody is going to attack them, Guruki Foja are ready to defend them. They're, they won't, they won't attack first, but they're there, and it's yeah, terrible. Ready to go, ready That's to crazy. go. So they show up with their, you know, these are the court. Hey, they're and, coming. It's next. I'm terrified. I see. and nah- yo, and,
0: and the sickest sunglasses. They all got songs. <laughs>
1: awesome. When you know, on the court, you in you're like, this is a next level, like, you know, like, cavalry showing up, man. Like, this is when yeah. the end of the movie when, like, you know, the, the heroes roll in to save the day. That's the Nahung Sings right now. So what what do you say
0: to, uh, you know, I, I, as we all know, a local uh, singing sensation, uh, Neha Batra here, <laughs> <laughs> all-star singer, you know, it says, Pope makes a post like, you know, leave the Jakarta. Don't bra- don't raise this during. You know what I mean during the farmer protest. Leave religion out of it. You know what? What do you say to someone like that? Like, h- how do you respond to somebody like that? You're not
1: basically what I would say to her is: you don't know anything about this movement. You're not a farmer yourself. Don't try to speak on behalf of how we should do what we do. Don't try to tell the farmers what they need to say or what they shouldn't say. This is them leading this movement. It is sick farmers, sick Kassan with now their brothers joining them. When their brothers are joining them from Rajasthan and Bahad and all that, they're saying, if you if the government wants to call these people an Attawadi, I'm an Attawadi. If they want to call them yeah. Khalistani, I'm a Khalistani, right? So don't try to tell them how to do their movement, right? Yeah. You know, if it was up to you, they wouldn't have broken through that first barricade, you know, when when uh, the chief minister of Haryana, you know, uh, Qatar told them, you know, I'm going to not let you through. You know, a person like Neha would have told them, you know, don't worry about it. You know, write letters, Uh send emails. <laughs> so, so, so let me, it,
0: it, Neha, if you're one of our uh, listeners, let me translate. What he's you saying? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You suck at singing. So work on that. <laughs>
1: it's not surprising, right? It's not surprising to see people who don't know anything about revolution. Don't know anything about <laughs> yeah. standing up for your rights, Right. Straight tell us up, how yeah. to do it you know you go I don't care what group of Punjabis or sex or anything when they get together and they're protesting Raj Karega Khalsa right is comes yeah. out as a Jakarta I don't doesn't matter what right Font- so you, you ignore yeah ignore the ignore
0: these people so well, what about like you're seeing like I, I've noticed anyways like on social media like which is like inspiring or like just happy to see is like younger people wanting to like now they're even if they're just posting something it that means they've looked into it or they're they're educate getting educated about the issue and which hopefully from here you start learning about your history but i've seen so many young people now they're constantly posting and they're clearly learning and like this is like mobilized our youth to kind of and once they start learning about the history they're gonna be you know that much more powerful in whatever they do right but like that's gotta be like a huge thing i think uh for us to kind of just be excited about it. Like, and you're, you're, you're VP of uh world sick organization. So, you know, you, you kind of know, you have better knowledge about this. I mean, that's just gotta be like inspiring and like, you know, it, it, it's exciting to see. Right. Well,
1: it's an opportunity for people to reclaim their identity. Right. We're right now we're sitting here. We've got, you know, Vini Panesar here wearing a goal, goal Dumanla, which is the star. Right. Um, you know, these types of little things are, are encouraging. Right. When I see, you know, even if it's just meant to protect his headache, um, maybe it turns into something. Maybe he feels some shame from us looking at him again, we should rehibit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, Joe, like that is such an important part. You know, it, it takes moments like this for you to reclaim your identity, rethink your identity. And it, it, it all kind of starts back, you know, in COVID has given people an opportunity to reflect and contemplate. Black Lives Matter really gave people an idea that you can make your own space, right? You can be who you want to be. You can be who you are, right? Live your legacy, live your truth, live your identity. Don't need to be ashamed of it, right? And I think a lot of Punjabi Six, this outpouring, you know, and them seeing, you know, other big names come up and step up and speak out is giving a lot of people in the diaspora and youth in the diaspora the confidence to say, yeah, this is wrong yeah. because the keys within us that hold that... Josh, that it's within you, that spirit, that revolutionary spirit within you. It takes- that that doesn't die. It just needs
0: to be ignited. Yeah. And, and this is the ignition. And you're seeing like even, you know, there's other sick related issues. A lot, of the, a lot of people don't speak on, you know, like people say, oh, Diljit hasn't or what right. But like this thing, it's like whatever it is, it's ignited that in him because he's he showed up there. Like there's so many of these singers that you're just like, they're there every day. You know, they're doing these things. And it, it that's that also inspires the youth. They look up to these singers. So it's just, you're seeing, like, people. And then you see people that you didn't think would get involved or, like, getting involved. It, it, it's, like, it's just really exciting to see, like, well, the it mobilization. Goes back, it
1: goes back to a conversation I once had with, you know, somebody I that I think, you know, Joe, that you have a lot of respect for. I have a lot of respect for. It's Jim Sherrissing, right? Man, that's why oh, yeah. I, one of the things he told us, and I think you were there for this, was, you know, we saw the criminalizing of Sikh descent within India. We saw um, Sikhs being targeted for supporting Khalistan. We saw Sikhs in Canada be labeled as extremists by our government. We've seen over the past five to 10 years, some of the similar treatment um, in terms of marginalizing Sikhs across the world. And one of the things, comments he made to us was, we we looked to him for answers. You know, we wanted him to tell us, give us an X, Y, Z. Like, what can I do? Just tell me something to do and I'll do it. And what he said to us was very powerful, which is, let the dard consume you, right? Let that come. Yo, that's the that's the one thing I, like,
0: I remember, I won't forget when he said that. I was like, yo, because that guy, I was like, yo, I got to book my one way. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let's go, where's <laughs> the airport? Like, that's what he, like, he, he just, what he, the way he spoke, the way he ignited it. And it, like you said, yeah, that exact thing is what yeah, I, that, that one thing like, let it the
1: gom- dard you know, consume you. Feel the pain of your people. Understand what they're living through. Yeah. It's one thing to just, you know, read, you know, you see a tweet and all that, but understand the struggle, understand the pain. When you see these Bajorgs and these Matas, you know, on the video, but yet you see the Jardikala and the spirit, you know, it inspires you, right? You no longer look at yourselves as victims. You don't look at yourself now as this misplaced person, you know, in the Canadian yeah. d- diaspora and say, well, I don't know what, where I am. I don't know how I fit. No, you then take pride in being a Sikh. And it gives you that moment because now you felt, you know, what it is that your people go through and you felt their energy and you mm. felt, you know, the resilience and the revolution. And so that is what's going to inspire you. And that's what we're seeing, Joe, right? And it's taken this moment for so many yeah. people in diaspora to feel that. And yes, you know, when they see Diljit doing it, when they see Diljit, you know, not not even showing up, but going on the attack, attacking Bollywood, right? Bollywood who's appropriate. Much of our. Kangana <laughs> Renata. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard it, okay, I that. No, right? Um, you know, and look, man, somebody made a hilarious comment on Twitter. was like, we're going to make bully about you that are the, like, honestly, the most crude. And we're going to do Thunder on it, man. Like, and those are going to be passed down from generation to generation.
0: So even when you're gone, people are going to be, you know, <laughs> swearing at you.
1: <laughs> well, you know, so, so it, it, like, you know, it, there was, the, there was the one best, best, uh, best slogan I heard was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my mom made this comment to me and she goes, you know, and she's like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and not in the, you know, like, Oh, he's going to be killed. But in a, in a kind of, um, more of a figurative sense. Right. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. You know, these processions that we were taking out, right. We were celebrating the death of the Modi and his government. Right. And that like, but that's how the six look at this. That's how they look at the protest. You know, like, for someone like my mother, who's like one of the most peaceful, and you know, she never gets that riled up. And she says, "What we're doing is we're actually celebrating his death. That is what this car rally is meant to symbolize." You know, like uh, that's what this is what our are doing, right? You know, we're just going out because we love like the honky and the disobedience, and you know, standing outside <laughs> of our, our sunroofs, right? Um, but getting away from our kids and wives. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but yeah like even like just i was I was telling you earlier like even when i was i, I was dropping my mossy off at work and uh she's just like they don't know who they're messing with they don't know the tar-ti, the ground from which we come like and i was like i've never heard her speak like this i was like what the hell like that and that was just like this has awoken that in her and i was like damn those are like powerful words like you know what i mean just hearing that you're just like let's go where's the next rally like like you know you do what you can but it's crazy
1: yeah there's more people like the next day, you, you know? Yeah. Everybody's like, Oh, I couldn't go yesterday. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go today. Right. You know, yeah. had three rallies. California stopped <laughs> a bridge. Right. In yeah, that was Like they rolled up to the bridge and they put the brakes on. Right.
0: People, yeah. people, people are noticing. People are talking like, I, I love being on Twitter. You just see like, people are like, what is this protest about? And then like, they're like, damn, like this is like a serious issue. Like this is like this is a massive because when they see the world's largest or the, the largest uh okay. organized okay. protest in human history, they're just like, well what is that? That's historical. Well, look at so
1: this sticky angle, though, Joe. I want—I want to say this because there's so much misinformation yeah. that hits social media. You know these shareables. Well, this is actually good. You know, there's going to be a market, and markets are great oh, in yeah. our neoliberal system. Um, you know, supply and demand will equal out, and what? Well, Vinny, is Vinny, didn't prices.
0: you didn't you have this? You 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 posted something about. Remember someone saying how about this is like. Uh, uh it's going to open up the economy capitalism free market didn't Vinny, didn't you say something about that
2: yeah that was one of my questions that i had to you was um that uh g- taking away that middleman essentially wouldn't it create kind of a capital system for these guys and and create that opportunity for the farmers that's what some people are asking out there and it's a good question. It's not something that we can just throw out the door, right? We got to answer these questions, give these guys some information. So, how would you answer well, that?
1: And you know, what I told Vinny, in, in, you know, when he, when he came to me with this type of question, was, "Well, what's your lens of evaluation, right?" So, you know, you want to get into kind of a more intellectual discussion on this. Number one, you can you can look at this from a capitalist uh, perspective and kind of a Western philosophy perspective. So so much of the questions and criticisms that come come from so even this question about, you know, why is religion? Well, that comes from people who believe in this Judeo-Christian um, understanding of well separation of church and state, which really doesn't exist within you know right. So when somebody asks comes to you, asks that question, it's like, yeah, that's because your perspective is, you know, a Western Judeo-Christian perspective. You know. That's, that's a problem you have with your own biases um, th- than a question that I can just answer straightforward for you, right? So, again, this same question comes, like, same problem here, right? I, I'll, we'll answer it from a capitalist perspective, but first I want to talk to you and say, from a sick lens, go back to…
0: Yeah, but, 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 Armin, before you go on, like, what do you say, because we all have buddies… Ooh. Who who say like Punjabi, sick, buddy? I I do, who we'll would just be like, Yo, this is this is better for like I don't get why they're uh you know, it's it's better for the economy. It, go
1: more you, go, you go go to Bihar, the last fourteen years, they've had exactly this whole system. They had private buyers in wheat and rice, and literally they get paid less, they make less, they have way more problems than we do, right? They, they come to Punjab for
0: work. I saw I saw a guy at the protest saying this. He's like, Look it, look it, you implemented that. They're leaving their homeland and coming here and to work. Do you think they want to do that? Wouldn't they be better, uh, like you know, better off staying at home in their own place? And like, right? That's exactly. The hard experience. How you've seen it.
1: Practically, what happens when you do this stuff? Right. And the other side is, do you? It, it, this is. And I'm going to answer this question in this kind of longer way. A sick lens. Go to the Anand Prasad Mata. Okay, Anand Prasad Mata. A lot of people who were born and raised in India. Like, who are our age don't even know what this document is now. In modern, like, recent history, this is probably one of the most important, sick political manifestos. So, understanding and familiarizing yourself with this, manifestos. when I tell people about the Adan Prasad Mata, they go, We did come back go, I thought our forefathers were, were, were not intelligent people. Yeah, it's, it's like, they're, they're like, Wow, this is actually like well thought out, and you know, like, I you know, clear it's ahead of its time it's yeah, ahead of its absolutely. time <laughs> so video
2: was this the sorry was this the one in 1973 the resolution yeah 74 yeah. okay
1: yeah so resolution we call it you know but we're just trying to use a little bit more punjabi um i you know, had no we, idea we'll that it was actually we'll reclaim our identity a little bit <laughs> um so so another person you know one of the things like you read it and you have to understand the context like one of the things it says is um, we want to see parity between agricultural pricing and industrial pricing. You're kind of like, well, what, what the hell? Is, why you? How do you price something that is the product of like, you know, like an industrial system? How do you price that with an agricultural product? And what are you asking for? Right? Like, it's, it would seem to not have any connection, but it does when you understand the history of, you know, a choice that the central government of India made to divert industrial investment away from Punjab. To other parts of the country and force Punjab into this agricultural economy, so what happens? Industrial pricing and industrial, um, you know, returns start to outpace agriculture. So agriculture kind of stays, you know, in the 60s and 70s takes a bump, but then it stays stagnant for the next 30, 40 years, whereas industrial pricing continues to go up. So in the 70s. This is where, you know, the Akalis and the Sikhs recognize that there's going to be this massive decoupling of these two things. They say, no, you need to ensure that if because you screwed us, yeah. because you didn't let, you know, like, because you made this government choice, right, you should at least allow these two things to be connected in some, you know, ratio. Okay, so that it's a correction of a historic wrong. But let's go back to it. Anand Prasab Mata starts with a very simple concept. The dignity... Of labor, right? And what does that mean? Dignity of labor, minimum wage, right? Unemployment insurance. Those are things that they enunciate underneath um, in you know, kind of in the mata. But dignity of labor means also returning, and this goes back to what I was saying: returning land to workers, to laborers. Then yeah. the next principle was, you know, opposing in all forms, econ- the uh, economic concentration. Why is that important? The six understood in the like since independence that when you have you know concentration of economic power in a few hands, right? Whether it's a monopoly or an oligopoly, when you have the, the, the concentration of economic powers in a few hands, that leads to economic imperialism, and that is what these ordinances are, right? So, 50 years later, the state has now taken what you were trying to fight against. And is now gonna implement it on you and not allow you to have a voice in it. So, you know, when we try to fight for the implementation of the Naprasamata, there's a reason why it's rejected. And in fact, it's it's not even they've not only rejected, now they're going further and now gonna actually fight to actually do the thing we wanted to avoid. So the six were very in tune to this idea. And that's where I say, what well, when you look at you know the privatization and everything that people say, would you ever drastically change an industry without ensuring that the people who suffer have some protection? In this country, you know, in Canada, we have basic labor laws, we have em- unemployment insurance, we have uh, minimum wage. We have you know like an issue that exists.
0: We have. And, and this is this this is a situation that was created by the
1: government, by the government in the government. first place. So what, what happened <laughs> after after independence? Right. This is a country that has famine. You know, during the, during the, under the British Raj. This is a population that doesn't have enough food. And so they say, okay, well, Punjab, save us, you know, feed us, right? And this is the whole concept of andata, right? It's, you know, you're, you're essentially, when you're a farmer, the reason why you were given such respect within the Indian state was, you literally saved this country from falling apart, right? Like the farmers of Punjab Literally
0: saved uh, after you just helped, uh, uh, you ensured they got independence from the
1: British, right? Just after exactly. that, you know, they, <laughs> <need> you <independence, laughs> they actually feed you and prevent you from starving, right? You know, all of a sudden, like the average height in India starts going higher, right? Like you are actually being able to, like you know, have food and dairy and milk <laughs> and all these things. But you know, th- for for that whole group of people, you know, now when we're coming forward into, um, you know, the Nampasab Mata and forward, w- w- what we saw was they took away, you know, a lot of, now what they're trying to do is take away the protections that existed for the farmer. So you're going to, you're going to do this wholesale economic change but without protections for farmers, right? You can go to court, yeah, right? If you, if you lose your job, you have nowhere else to go. There's no industry in Punjab for you to now get employed in, right? What are you going to do? Nothing. If somebody, if some Leverages you, and you don't have to, you have no option. That's why you see skyrocketing um, uh, suicide rates. It's also why you start taking wild risks. It's why you start leveraging massive debts, right? Which you see this constant vicious cycle,
0: right? So at the end of the day, Harmon, it's like it's that continuous attack on Punjab and six. It, you know what I mean? And then you say why. You know why? Why have all these events taken place over the course of a year? You look at nineteen. You know, Sant He was trying to get the another resolution, right? Like he was like, "Give us these." That's what he was. He was fighting for that. Yeah, and and so it's like they've just like they were like, "No, we're we're not gonna just get. We're not gonna. It's not that we're not even gonna give you that. We're gonna we're gonna crush you until you no longer are a threat to us." Which, and, and a threat in the sense that these people that were handed power after the British, it, it's a, you know, it's not like the, com- the average Indian is not thriving, you know what I mean? Like
1: there's a, it was a transfer of power. Yeah, right? Transfer of power. And this goes to something that, you know, there's this powerful speech by Purpur Singh Bilbir, right? Where, you know, and uh, Joseph, I know you're very familiar with this speech where he talks about the concepts of sovereignty. That,
0: that speech is right.
1: <sighs> fire. Absolutely. And he talks about sovereignty. And he talks about Raj. And remember one of the lines where he says, you know, um, you know, if you want to be the chonkidars of India, go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is like your, you know, not your uh, star punch, but the, the junior bunch. Right. Like. You want to be the junkie duds of the country? Be the junkie dabs. But don't, when it comes time to make decisions, don't be surprised when the state doesn't include you. So yeah. thirty-five years forward, we don't. You know, we we learn a lesson again, which is you have no power. Yeah. You have no power. You want to continue to be the you know the the suppliers of food to this country. You want to continue to feed people. Yeah, absolutely, that's part of the key. You know, it's part of the key to. To fight for Sarbatta Pala, and you're you have an obligation to ensure and, and protect and 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 stand up for everybody within that country. But remember, part of the reason why the Modi government is coming after you is because you stood up against them. You stood up yeah. others. You know when they invited the Akal to the uh, Utkartan of uh, Raj Mandir um, when they you know when when they tore down Babri Masjid just recently when they had their big ceremony. Akali oh, yeah. Akali. The Jatzarat Kaltak refused the invitation. Didn't go. Yeah. And BJP puts up Arun Jaitley in Amritsar, right? He's a key minister. They they want him to win from Amritsar. Six come out in massive numbers and defeat him.
0: They can't. Every yeah. Break they, BJP does not. And, and that, piss, that, that pisses that Chaiwala Modi off, right? Like he's like sitting there like. Fuck these guys. When Shaheen
1: Bach <laughs> and Muslims are standing up against this, the Citizenship Amendment Act, six would benefit from this act. Six who are struggling in Afghanistan would now be able to get citizenship. But we stood up against that act because of how wrong it was, because it went against Sikh ideals, uh. even though we would benefit personally. You don't think that, that that's something that, that Moldi will understand? Right? These are all things where Moldi has exactly. underestimated the six. So, Every single time. And, and he's done it again with these laws. Do you and, think... Sorry, go ahead, Vin.
2: Do you think his history with RSS has a play with that? A reason why he's doing what he's doing?
1: Yes.
0: I mean, that that is their... They, they want Rashtra domination over... Like, you're seeing that. They're not... You know, so, it, it, like, he's... That's his... That's where he comes from. He is RSS
1: at the end of the day. But... The day so, too. I would... It's like, look, the idea is that six are just long-haired Hindus, right? That is what the constitution of this country says. We're, we're, we're not even recognized. Right? Forget <laughs> what the RSS says. A constitution that, remember, you never signed off on. You didn't sign this constitution. We just celebrated the anniversary of six not signing the damn thing. <laughs> that constitution calls you long-haired Hindus. Um, you know, Do they want to incorporate you within their their own rashtra? Absolutely. But what happens when they tell you that Hindi is going to be the language? You say, no, it's going to be Punjabi. We are going to fight for Punjabi. And when somebody turns against us, when Gurdas Man turns against us, we tear down Gurdas Man. You know how painful that was for (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Man, I, I I love the dude's music I was like, I can't even listen to his music And he up and up on job Like, yeah. you name it he's got hit 13
1: hit. year old freaking Joe Sangha and Harakadula are like You know, <laughs> up and up on the you know, at the reception Like, you know, that, that was the next level, right? Like, <laughs> No, you can't listen from, But
2: do we have any, can't be the first guys we, on the dance floor
1: When it comes time to to tear down our own When when they fucked up We, we are vicious You know <laughs> it's like, son of, yeah. you, son of the Old, fuck you, right? Like, oh, fuck, fuck, son, yeah. fuck off. Every single one of these guys who has enjoyed the patronage of Punjabis and sex, man, as soon as they turned against us, as soon as we understood that they were siding with power, they were siding with the oppressor
0: yo 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 who's the go jazzy b man he's calling out everybody guru randawa everybody he's like everybody yeah. come out jazzy b's been jazzy huge. b's you up have there,
1: to. Yeah. like if you're like hans Raj hans was doing an interview man his voice was shaking trembling yeah the guy's voice was trembling man <laughs> you know? You know? Right. Like, we don't believe
0: it, it's ri- it's yeah it's these guys there's a bunch of clowns but at least this is showing their true colors but so i mean we could talk about like because again this is when someone says something so simple as well it's good for the economy it's like yo go fucking educate yourself learn about the history learn what's going on right and then speak it's It's like you can't you can't respond to someone like that right because it's like you don't you don't know like you're just talking out of your ass at this point right but so what like okay that's that's one thing but like what do we uh what what is so like what i'm saying is like we this this conversation can go on for hours and hours like Harmon, i mean you can vinnie we can sit here and like we go on so we have limited time so you know i just want to like kind of touch on the various things and the one thing right now like what's happening i guess r- present day today with the kasan protests and i know there's like different uh unions and there's apparently you know the comrades and there's there's the the sick issue then there's the other states and then you've got guys like uh deep Sidhu, bollywood star turned you know like activist la kasadana ex-gangster turned active and these guys are speaking facts and a lot of young people are following him. so like what is the current state of affairs at the kasan uh protest in delhi where these
1: talks are like what's kind
0: of happening Yo, Joe, I-
1: be a great question to ask to uh, Sandeep. Um You should send the guy the link, man. Let's get him in on this conversation right now.
0: Um so S- Sandeep is a actually uh Harmon, you wanna I don't know much about him. You kind of
1: yeah, so he's a freelance journalist um who's based in India, and he's actually been on the front lines um down there dealing with you know, kind of covering this whole movement um from the beginning. You know. A guy, guy who actually has on-the-ground understanding and reporting of this, he doesn't necessarily work with any particular um, organization right now just as a freelancer. So, you know, we reached out to him to see if he could join us, and um, he has agreed, but I think Joe's going to send him over. Um,
0: I sent it to him right now. I don't know if you can you message the guy, tell him to in. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to get his uh, perspective, I guess, firsthand. But like, what do you tell, like, if you're t- you having a conversation with your buddy, Harman, or, you know, your cu- younger cousin, what, do you, what are you telling him? like, what, what, what's the state? Like, just in like, the
1: simplest-
0: um, Well, like- so the government wants a middle ground,
1: right? The government doesn't want to go back. Ah. Um, you know, they can't see defeat. Moldy is, I don't know where Moldy is, he's just hanging out somewhere. Um, they've taken all the sick um, bodyguards off his off of his um, um, <laughs> Actually? Yeah. 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 they um, Oh, damn. They're not, we're, we can't use the same playbook twice. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's <laughs> insane. I didn't know that. That's pretty that's <laughs> you know I mean, <laughs> not the video smarter than that. Um, but you know, like if they, the government wants a middle ground, the government's trying to broker a middle ground, it's struggled to figure this out. And the last meeting, um, what the Kassans showed a great amount of unity and said, Look, it's a yes or no. Are you taking them back? Yes or no? You know, and they actually took a vow of silence during that meeting and said they put up their cards that said yes or no. Yes, and they just sat there. Yes or no? And the government said, "Okay, well, we need a few days to think about this." December eighth is coming. Part bond, the idea of you know doing a, a full out closure of the country. So a bunch of transit unions yeah. have signed up. You know, tens of thousands of trucks will not hit the road that day. Um, you know, you've got a ton of support that's starting to build for part bond, and then you've got I think on the ninth is when talks are supposed to resume. Because you know up, up until there's been a lot of solidarity to say. It's a yes or no. Either you take it back or we actually, and we're not
0: leaving. So, so, so you're seeing, what we're seeing is like a broader level of support now. Like people are joining in, people who maybe didn't have the strength or were scared to speak up. They're like, they're seeing this and they're like, now we can raise our, you know, we can speak up now. And you're seeing like a mass level of engagement, which is like, it's got to scare the central government. Like they got to be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, like, started, like these,
1: mean, like I said, one of these political activists I know down there, um, you know, and he worked with like the Congress or whatever, in Rajasthan and man, he, he's in Delhi and he's like, this is the only thing people in Delhi talk about. This is the only thing happening. Right. Um, right now, everybody is, is supporting the farmers. Like it is, you know, the average person in Delhi is supporting farmers, right? Obviously, you know, both things can change, um, you know, conditions change, but right now, like the average person on the street in that city is saying, we're okay with the farmers doing what they're doing. Uh, But coming back to your question about Lakasadana and Deep and like there's some complex, um, you know, relationships that exist because Laqqa Sadana and Deep Sidhu have carved out like their own profiles, man. Like they're not based with any organization. These guys are just activists. But again, it comes back to like how beautiful like it is. Like for Sakit, man, like you want to be an activist? Just stand up and be an activist. Go fight. Educate yourself. Yo, people won't listen. Like we don't need leaders. This is what I tell people. It, it, yeah. This is not a common leaders. This is a common fucking shares, man. Every single one of you has the power from your guru to be an activist and to go out there and go fight. You don't need somebody to tell you what to do and tell you where to go, you know, uh, go to the washroom and what to eat. Like, that's not how this common exists. That's not how this common exists. <laughs> like, you know, this is why there's Straight 36 kasan unions. Absolutely. Right? This, <laughs> you don't have to right? yeah, and that's And that's why I
0: asked that because, like, we, we all know Punjab, internal Punjab politics is quite the, uh oh always interesting, you know, you get the popcorn. So like, is that playing out? Like, you know, that would be my fear is like, if you see that play out openly there, like that could uh weaken your position. So it's like, I know a lot of people have said, united here, go back to Punjab when we're done and, you know, rip each other apart after. But right now, we but go But that's back, what the like, walk, always
1: done. Right? Like right? that's super and, important. And you know, again, like I might have to eat my words when yeah. they all oh, you know, cut their own side deals. Uh, <laughs> but they people earlier tried to, like, <laughs> let's not forget this movement didn't start 11 days ago when they started going to Bindi. This has been going on since these bills were passed two months ago. Yeah, two months prior. In so remember, one of the things that happened was one of the Kassan unions broke away, filed their own court challenge in chandigarh court and uh, Punjab High Court. And the other Kassan unions were like, what, who are you? What are you doing? Right. If you lose your court challenge, you will screw the rest of us. You have to pull your court challenge. So that was kind of considered, you know, I think more of a pro government union. They were basically forced to pull their court challenge because it's like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. We're going to do it together. Right. So they're dealing with, you know, people with different agendas. They're trying to juggle that credit to the guys on the ground and credit to guys like, like deep sit down. who are like, Yo, if they don't want us on their stages, that's fine. We're still going to sit there and we're yeah. gonna support them. We're
0: gonna and, and, and if anyone doesn't know, you can go check out their YouTube videos, Deep De- Sidhu and la Kha-Sidana. Like, they're super, they, they're very easy to kind of uh, to under, get an understanding of what they're saying. And they, and they talk about, like, current issues, what's happening with sex, even, you know, the, the whole issue of the, you know, t- uh, labeling all protesters as Khalistanis or no, whatever.
1: Right, Lukasadara yeah. needs to do very well educated, you know. And to do, a lot of people will know, is you know, from that interview where she decides that she, you know, like. Oh yeah. You have to remember, like that represents liberal India, right? Liberal India, worst. It, you know, so as much as we always look at like kind of the right wing fascist BJP is, you know, very antithetical to like sick thought, Sikh soul. Like the liberal Indian also does not support you know progressive sick thought like they're not your ally they're not your friend right they are just as quick to label you as being extremist as anyone else will be in fact even more so right because they're afraid of of you know like that level of sick activism so i yo yo
0: yo, just yo this the sandeep guy just messaged me he says it clicked on a link and it shows jordan anyone know what that means
2: Shows Jordan. He probably clicked the wrong link. <laughs>
0: All right, we're we're having a little technical difficulties with our man on the ground there in Delhi. Let's see what he says. Anyways, keep going while I message
1: him. Yeah, so uh, you know, I I look at you know what deeps doing, like man, those guys willing to like put their own egos aside because right now, remember, one of the really interesting things about this movement was yeah, you've got these mass media narratives. You know, what has the Indian media been saying for a long time? Khalistan is dead. Khalistan is not a popular movement. Nobody supports Khalistan in India. It's a bunch of guys in Canada. Okay. All of a sudden, you know, how many fucking 1.5 million Sikhs start marching on Delhi? These are a bunch of all Khalistanis. Oh my God. Right? Um, you know, so it's like, wait a minute. Did you just say Khalistan is dead? Like, how does this, how does this you know, reconcile itself with with what you're saying now? But what is, what is the point? What is the purpose of labeling somebody as being an extremist or another? Is because then you can justify state violence. Right? You can justify taking violent opposition if you call somebody an extremist. Right. And that is what the Indian government was trying to do. So what Qatar and what the Haryana government and what the Delhi government's intention was, was to violently push back these protesters, force them back into their homes and this be gone. But because of the solidarity and, you know, uh, of the diaspora, the Sikh diaspora that stood up and started bringing awareness to this issue, you started to have international scrutiny on this. And what, what did we see? The first MP in Canada was a conservative, it was Tim O'Pol and Jisraj Hallan, who brought this up. And the NDP followed suit and the liberals. And then Justin Trudeau had to condemn the violence against protesters. Now,
0: <laughs> what did Morawali say? <laughs> what Maura Maura? About? Hey, Justin Trudeau needs Jat-Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs>
1: again. You know, J- Justin Trudeau has, um, like there's a there's a part of this- yo
0: Harmon just before what, uh, has Jigmeet spoken up about this and where like has he because he's usually pretty active on specifically sick issues. Has he, has he? I don't, I haven't followed him to be honest. Have you heard anything?
1: I feel like you, you know, you, you're you're making this sound like there's a potential negative content. I think he must have. I don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't know. I'm just like, why wouldn't he, right? Joe, invited? I do you usually do you pay play? attention to uh, I, u- I usually I, <laughs> I usually pay attention to what he's doing, but like, do not said right? anything. It's not relevant what Jemutsegh
1: has to say. I
0: guess it doesn't really matter. Not, not, not to say That's he's true.
1: irrelevant, but it's not relevant in the context of like, this yeah. this fight.
0: I'm on his
2: Instagram page, and it looks <laughs> like he posted something seven days ago talking about Guru Nanak. Uh, that is social revolution, believing that we are equal. Shut up. And, and Direct to line,
1: Jagmeetan, our, our conversation, the Seven okay. days ago. Which is fine. I mean, but think about this. The, now the Indian media is so choked. Indian government is so choked that Justin Trudeau said something. All Trudeau said. Yeah. He didn't support the farmers like in the bills. He didn't comment on the bills. He's not commenting on whether these are good or not. All he said was, Canada will always stand up and support the right of people to peacefully protest. It's all he said. But look who. Yeah. which is which is Which is what
0: democracies are supposed to do, which with human, basic human rights. So this is not, an, he's not saying anything that should get any form of condemnation or it's something we shouldn't expect. It's basically human rights and living in a, uh, a supposed, the world's large democracy. These people should have a right to do this in peace without getting water sprayed with water cannons or beaten or whatever. So, I mean, good for him to saying that, but it's not like it, it shouldn't be applauded in this, like that is just your basic fundamental right, right? So it's yeah, like- absolutely,
1: but think about like think about how much that bothers the Indian government. That somebody said <laughs> basic human rights, <laughs> you have to give your citizens the basics, let them protest. And it's like, how dare you? How dare, yeah. how dare you say that, Justin? Deal with your own issues, you know. Um, and it's like. Okay, fair, fine. Like we can deal with our own issues and still tell you that you know you're terrible. But coming back to Le Khan Deep, yeah. one of the biggest ways that we've been able to cut through the media narratives is by using social media, right? YouTube, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know that has become every revolution in the past however many years has been driven by the use of social media, which is what makes the government of India's attacks. You know, and the censorship of certain hashtags so worrisome. This is where we have to be worried that if we can't even get our message out right now, you know, what we're seeing are rumors of actual um, cell jamming in and around these these protest areas. So cell phones are no longer working in those. So they're jamming their signals there. They're, They're eliminating your hashtags. They're flagging your posts. They're getting them removed. Facebook and all these other social media companies are complicit in the silencing of your voice. How are we going to fight this? How are we going to voice out the Lakkas and uh, Sadanas and Deepsadhus? Only succeeded because they had those tools available to them, right? Yeah. Will we be able to hear from Lakhsa and and and, and if if all of a sudden you know that pattern of behavior continues? We need to be worried about this. People have been speaking out about it, but it's a huge part. Even then, what did the what did the farmers want? You know, they said, and Ravi Ravi Singh had said this as well. If you want to support these farmers, go out and tweet, go out and put a message on uh, social media, go and speak out because reach your local MP or whatever. You know what I mean. Remember, they're trying to get the farmers on Twitter because they're like, we need to counter these dangerous narratives, right? And and that becomes much more important as we kind of go through. But yeah, there's a fear of state violence. There is a real fear that Joe, coming back to what you're asking, what is happening? What is the feeling on the ground? Well, when the minister comes up to last minute and says, yeah, send your women and your children home. Home.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's what like, the hell does that
2: mean, what, right?
1: what does that
0: mean? Right. Like right. that. And okay. be- is there an underlying yeah. message there? And they use state violence and they've used it in the past. So it's like for, for someone to go like, yo, is there an underlying message? No, that's, that that is a legitimate concern and they they what they caught 16 i think uh what would you call them like the some of the police department paid them each 500 rupees to kind of incite hopefully incite violence because the minute you violence is incited they have an excuse to go in and use Absolutely. excess force like that's what so it, it, everyone's got to stay vigilant everyone's got to kind of stay on top of it and to keep doing what we're doing keep making it the forefront of news whether it's you know uh, causing disturbances, people's commutes. To, but every
1: stage, to talk work. about this. Every stage, they're saying that you know they're they're advising you know the young and and the protesters, you know, stay aware. You know, don't yeah. don't get involved. You know, stay calm. You know, we we've got to do this the right way. Um, but what happens? What happens if, if the government says no, we're not taking these bills back? What, where does the situation now become? What like, you know, th- this this doesn't end. Um, you know, I don't see where the Moldy government thinks that walking away from these bills will, will be the path forward because they can't admit defeat, right? Modi's never admitted defeat.
0: You know what, you know what Lakka says? He, well, he said, you know, in one of his, uh, YouTube interview, not interview, he's speaking and he's like, you know, videos. Yeah. Too? He's like, what can we get? Or like and people from the diaspora are asking, what can we do? What can we do? We send money. He's like we don't need your money. We don't, we need you to we need you to send money to maybe your your families, your right? Your, to your parents. Why get them to come join us? Everyone needs to be in Delhi, right? That's what you can yeah. do. You can tell them to get to Delhi because he goes if we don't win this like Punjab's in like done in, in a big problem because the state government is going to come hard twice as hard as what's it's, it's already been doing, which is trying to suppress Punjab. So it's like they're gonna try to crush Punjab now. So it's like we have to win this. That that was his message. And it was like like you, when when he says it, it's like, you know what? He's he's fucking right. Like he's like he, there you he think he has a legit point. You, you think Modi's gonna be like oh yeah, you guys just go back now and we're just gonna keep like no. He's gonna be like, all right, you guys try to fuck with me. Like this is the kind of thing he's probably thinking. He's like I'm you know
1: Correct me yeah, if I'm wrong, that but happens. I, I that's look, look uh, it's a very simple example. When the Akalis pull out of um, partnership with him, okay, immediately what does he do? He triggers SGPC election. Yeah. All model power comes from control over the SGPC, which is the Shiromri Gordar Parvandha Committee. Now, for a lot of people who don't understand, the Shiromri Gordar Parvandha Committee is a state institution that manages Gordare in Punjab. It was created by an act of the British government, in the 1920s and 30s, that then is adopted by the Indian government to maintain a control. So it, it tells you the mechanism of appointing people into, you know, basically what we can kind of call a Sikh parliament. And they basically control the yeah. like Kajans and, you know, the flow of cash. Now, the bottles basically have a kabja over this. The government has to trigger um, elections. And for the past however many years that Moldy's been in power, this past six years, they have not triggered an election. Like they were supposed to, they just never <laughs> appointed a chief returning officer. As soon as yeah. bottles pull out of um, Alliance, what does Moldy do? Moldy triggers an election, appoints a returning officer who's going to look to now hold an election in the coming months. Now, what's the point of that? What's the purpose of that? Well, okay, Bottle's not going to be my pet. Well, let's now get, you know, B team in there. Like that is what that is the level of, you know, that's what they're yeah I mean, the thought
0: process, the how far they'll go to keep us down and I guess again this 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 is this is good in the sense that people are and with COVID going on people are home they're 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 reading they're looking up on it they got more time so it's kind of a, a, awakening the calm which is nice to see um, but I want to get this dude uh, Sandeep so we're gonna have to end like. And then I just wrap kind of this up, and then I have to re-add them, just because. Uh,
2: that's not, yeah, not so, works. Yeah, but, that. Yeah, uh, because yeah, but
0: yeah, no, I think this has been like a good. Uh, again, wanted to have you here, just kind of bring all these other points, you know, because you can kind of get your message across and get people fired up, right? You again, I'm not booking a.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I think Carmen. I'm not booking a one way back like
0: uh, <laughs> Shamsher kind of ignited that, but I mean, I'm like, oh damn, Harman's you know, he's been some.
2: You know what? I, I learned a lot. I was sleeping for the last why, s- why six months. Why? What happened, Vin? Because of COVID, right? I, I had a pretty bad fever and it lasted a really long time. And so I couldn't go on my phone. It just hurt my eyes. I couldn't keep them open. But this session with Harmon kind of filled me in. Up yeah, with a lot It of opens your eyes. On. And now hopefully just, you yeah. go
0: look into it some more, right? Definitely. And, and be... you, you tell us I mean, whoever yeah. decides to listen to this, whatever. My just is, hopefully well, they...
1: These are the conversations you need to have and just open yourself up to being wrong. Open yourself up to being vulnerable, right? Have those conversations with your parents and your family and the people around you, right? Have them with your buddies. I continually throw the issue of the Kassans into the face of my friends, constantly hoping to listen to reaction. The first few days when this thing started, mm-hmm. nobody cared. By the time that they start seeing the scenes, people start paying attention. Because now you 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 know you've put it out there. Have conversations, right? Be wrong. I mean, you know, Vin, like that. There's there's always space for people to have good, honest dialogue. Like we're all learning. I don't know these issues um, no. to the extent that I would love to know them. All right, um, you know, there's a history that goes on with farming and agriculture in India that is way deeper than even what we've been able to discuss today. Um, but I think it's important that we continue to have these conversations. So good on you guys for creating a platform to do it. Right? Good job, guys. I, I think mean, yeah, uh, one it, of
2: it, Sorry, go, go ahead. Go. Okay, so I think uh one of our next topics we should have on our next podcast should uh maybe discuss the mm-hmm. non-por side matter, right? Or
0: um even yeah, de- that I time mean, frame. I, I think we definitely I, I think we have A we've got time, it's COVID. B, it's relevant and it's interesting to kind of learn these things, so you know, we'll have, we'll have Mr. Kendall. We'll, we'll we'll take a look at the uh the stats. <laughs> <laughs> if we get more than five listeners, Harmon. You will be back. Um, but uh, okay, just kind of before we end up, like you're you're with WSO, World Sick Organization of Canada. What is WSO? What what? what uh, how are they contributing, I guess, or what are they doing to kind of like get this Kassan, support the Kassan movement? Um, and if people if people want to hold on, if people want to just like let us know like how they can get involved. Directly with like, I mean, when it comes to WSO, and then you can throw in some other stuff too. But
1: like, yeah, I mean, thank, thank you, Joe. Um, Joe is, you know, also like just to recognize, like, he's a former board member of the World Sick Organization. Um, you know, somebody that we were paying to to see. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not Harmon. Uh, no, I'm not Mister Moody. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, you can find me on my Twitter handle at Harmon Candola. That's one of the only social medias I have. Um, No, So wrote to Canadian parliamentarians right at the outset to say, hey, um, look at this violence that's happening, condemn it. I think within like later that day is when we started to see a rollout. Uh, You know, again, a lot of our mandate is based in Canada. We're always looking for support. We're here to fight on behalf of six in Canada. Um, We've got massive battles that are happening right now with Bill 21 in Quebec. Our court challenge is ongoing. We're the only sick organization that's involved in the court challenge in what is a discriminatory law that exists within this country that tells you that you cannot wear your dastard or your karpan if you want to be a police officer or a doctor or in any government position in Quebec. So when we talk about systemic racism um, you know, or institutionalized racism, that law in this country is an example of that. So, you know, support the WSO, support us in the work we do so we can fight for you when it comes to your rights in this country.
0: You, you can go to the WSO website if you want to donate or reach out to them. Great organization. Uh, you know, they've got some great MONNE leaders too. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> <MONNE> leaders,
1: <laughs> JSS being the other one. But, uh, and then, you know- Follow my good friend, uh, Jaskaran Singh Sandhu. Yeah, he's, you know, again, it's not, it, it, me and Jaskaran are the only two Monet. But, you know, we, a lot of people are affectionately calling Jaskaran Singh Sandhu somebody who all of you should follow <laughs> on Twitter as the Jatidar of the MONNE. Um yeah, he's, he's hilarious. <laughs> you know, good good guy and somebody um, that you should probably have on your podcast. Definitely.
0: We will. Um and if anyone's wondering why Vinny's been so quiet, Vinny's obviously been fighting uh COVID here for the last week. So th- the fact that he's here, you know, <laughs> thanks yeah, I just for being to sh- here. You look a little pale, so uh, I just had to show <laughs> my face. Yeah. It takes yeah. a lot of energy. You recovering, right? Uh, absolutely. You recovering? You're absolutely. I'll be
2: back in full st- for, on the front for, lines, baby. On the front, on the front, lines. front lines. Here we go. Absolutely. Here we go.